Dance. Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. We are on episode 73, and today's is just a banger. I'm just not even going to need no introduction, but today we have the awesome, the heavy, the crazy, the awesome band, uh, Turf Burner. How are y'all doing today, man? Chilling, dude. Okay. Uh, I, what do y'all, y'all want to introduce yourselves and what y'all flew in the band? What's up? I'm Jukari, the vocalist. I'd be screaming and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben. I play drums. Badass, badass. Well, um, like I said, uh, I think right, literally right before we were just started this, um, I have just been a fan like since like I, I listened to you guys. I think the first performance I caught from y'all was at the post and was one of like our like noise rock shows that we put on, and I was just like I hadn't heard of y'all before. Like it was just it, to me, it just kind of came like out of nowhere, like out of my radar. And the energy y'all put on stage is sick. It's sick. And then I started hearing like that y'all were like kind of new. Like so, how, I mean, like how did this all get going? And so, I just need to know. Yeah. Well, first off, that post show was like super pivotal for us because that was like the first show that was like really a hardcore show that we had played mm. um I, do you remember yeah. how we got that show it was a we had played a show at uh this yeah we had played a with earth rot at this venue called it was like mavericks yeah yeah and then andy was like yo y'all do not belong on shows like this like y'all need <laughs> to be like heavier like in the hardcore scene so he kind of got us on that. Yeah, he got us on their um, release show, which was such an honor. Andy like, uh, uh, from from Earth Rot. Rose, from Earth Rot. Okay, guys. Last name. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's the one goat. of the coolest freaking people. Yeah. The goat. Yeah. He's, he's been so like kind of mentoring to us because he's like older than us and mm. just telling us like this is how things work. It's been straight game to us. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But that show that that show was super big for us because that was like the first show where we played with bands that we, we really liked because we had been like going to shows, mm-hmm. um, but we weren't getting like booked on those types of shows, I guess. So that was like our first opportunity to like, you know, show what we've been doing for the past while. That's really interesting that y'all weren't playing shows like that because, yeah, like I as soon as you played those shows, I just started seeing y'all pop up at all of those shows and just fitting perfectly in with that like that's exactly the the shows i would i would picture you playing uh what kind of what do you think that was kind of causing like your uh not being able to not not being put on like that type of shows i think it was because we were just we didn't know anybody like yeah we were all from like uh like at least me will our bassist we were from like allen which is like a suburb oh, wow. north yeah. of you know so we had no and there was Nobody at Allen High School that knew anything about like local shows. Like there was Whoa. no way we could have figured out about it. Uh, yeah, so we were we just someone. like getting into the scene. Yeah, that's how. That's, oh, so. I guess going to like the origins of the band too. That's how I met Jakari was Allen High School. Like that's we had a friend of a friend that introduced us to each other. And, and uh, did you immediately like start doing? Were y'all already doing music? Like, I guess and just it was like, like hey, I, saw Jam, <laughs> I saw Jakari one day at the high school and he's wearing like a fucking slipknot shirt. And I was like, dude, that's dope. Like, nobody, like, there's barely anyone who even listens to like alternative music or I mean, there's alternative people, but you know, like, like metal music and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, but after that, I, I didn't like talk to him then, but it was like we had a friend and we ended up meeting each other through there. And, uh, I just showed him a whole bunch of bands. You you already had your foot in the door though. Yeah, kinda. I knew yeah. like a few bands, all like the mainstream bands, like Slipknot, mm-hmm. System of a Down, mostly like the bigger new metal bands. But I wasn't really like 
into it, into it. Then when I met Ben, it kind of he just expanded me. He's like, like, hold on, let me show you something. <laughs> he's like, here's Machine Head, here's fucking Snot, here's all these crazy bands, and yeah. I just basically went from there. Well, that's I mean, the, I mean, the funny part, like you're saying, like you know, you had your foot into. I kind of feel the same way with the uh, until like this past like year that's gone by, and then like this one, I was. Uh, kind of hardcore scene adjacent. Like I, I like I knew the bands. Like friend, friends of mine were in bands, but I never like was really part of like going to like the shows and stuff like that. And once I started going to them, like the energy is unmatched at those that I, I that I started noticing. I'm like, it's. I go. I haven't seen one of these shows have like a low energy like turnout. Like no matter like with the size of the crowd, everybody's going off. And I'm like, I love this. I'm like, this is fucking yeah, nuts. Um, but stepping into a scene not knowing like anybody and figuring out like okay like. I want to play shows, but who do I ask? Like, to, or who do I like? How do you set that up? So that's kind of that's cool that y'all like got to play with like Andy and kind of he's kind of been showing y'all. He's the shit, man. And I think the biggest thing that helped us um, with getting onto shows like that is just going to shows as a fan. Yeah, like that's the biggest yeah. fucking thing. Just like, show up, mosh, and like, then people ask like, "Hey, who are you?" And we're like, "Hey, we're in a band too." Just yeah. talk to people, be genuine. You know, like that's the best way to actually, if you want to promote your music, be become friends with the people that, because like we really care about you know those people. Mm. So. Yeah, it's 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 funny because it's like a simple concept. And it's like, yeah, you should be friends the or like in the community thing. that yeah. you mm-hmm. want to like be part of, um, and it's and it's not like that's one thing I noticed it's like especially in like the hardcore community I think like seeing it from the outside I didn't I was like nervous about it I'm just like oh like people aren't gonna like like who I am and it's literally like I've made the easiest amount of friends like at mm-hmm. those shows I'm like oh it's I go dude we're all here to fucking listen to music and fucking jam out like it's gonna be easy like to meet people and talk to people but that's it's super simple yeah go to a show have fun and literally you'll probably walk out with a few new like people and faces and in this area like the DFW area like you're gonna meet somebody that does something like in mm-hmm. music photographers Definitely. people who are recording people artists. who have their own bands artists people who yeah. book like there's so many people doing cool shit out here and it's the easiest way is to yeah go out to the the events and like mm-hmm. go out to shows and like be in the community that you want to yeah. be a part of i think it's easy to like be intimidated if you don't know anyone and yeah. everyone's like moshing really hard and stuff yeah my first show was the uh it was like April of 2022. It was like this free show with like Amnesia Garden, Karama, Deep Incision. Uh, oh shit! Since my beloved, that was my first time ever seeing any of those bands. I had never heard of them at all. Really? Yeah. And then uh, they started playing, and everybody was like killing each other. Like I remember especially <laughs> seeing Chance like beat the shit out of people. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa! Like this is wild. That but was, then yeah. you actually talk to those people, and it's like the chillest shit ever. They're fucking sweet as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> like, nice. You see them like rip the fucking stage or like just fucking mosh like crazy. I'm like, oh, this person like is gonna kill me if I talk to them. And then you mm-hmm. talk to him, it's like, oh, they're like the nicest they're fucking so person. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's how I met like a whole bunch of people in the scene to just be like in the merch line or something. And they're like, hey, who are you? You know, yeah. and then you're just like a new face. And, and, then, and, and as long so as you're nice. open, as long as, yeah. long as you're open, it's like, oh, as long as you're not like a that. shady asshole, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, just be talk to whoever and it's like hey maybe you'll become friends maybe not but like just being open to that opens you to like again like uh, a community especially like if you're in a band and want to be a part of it like it's the easiest way it's like the no-brainer part of it um so you were listening to a lot of, like the the ma- more mainstream stuff right at first mm-hmm. you were already kind of rooted in in what you uh like i guess like more hardcore stuff to begin with kind of it, it kind of <clears throat> it was like uh i got into metal because of trivium like yeah one of my friends showed me trivium and uh I was sort of like on and off. And then also too, I knew like my dad got me into like rage, Nirvana and like, uh, 
I heard Linkin Park on the radio all the time. Like the first song where I heard screaming mm. or like anything like that was uh, "Lying from You" on the radio. Lying that song is so that fucking dope. That song is dope. Yeah. that's literally one of my favorites on that record. Yeah, that is probably like top ten, top five like favorite songs ever. Mm. Top uh, ten songs of all time. Yeah, of all, all time. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was like I was easing into it as I got older, but then really like uh, probably like freshman year. Mm. That's when. I saw Trivium for the first time, and I was like, I didn't know what the fuck a mosh pit was mm. or anything like that. And so just seeing this crazy, like, culture that I had no idea about was so exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, so I had gotten into Trivium and stuff, and then I, like, got more into other bands. It, I just started leaning towards new metal. Yeah. Like, so hard, because... <laughs> Like being a drummer, like the groove is everything. It's the, the coolest yeah. shit ever. Yeah, it's the fucking coolest rhythm. Like, just rhythm in general. But new metal. So Lincoln Park was one of like my first gateway into anything like heavier than like what was sort of mainstream like rock music or whatever and it was like i still remember my, my cousins sold me the lincoln like, hybrid theory cd like no case nothing i still remember just, <laughs> just like, the cd i was like hey can i have this and he's like i'm gonna sell it to you and i'm like all right it's like a bootleg <laughs> yeah yeah i was like oh, okay but uh but i i again that mixture of like singing and screaming and then like chester was a fucking icon like he, the fact choruses. that he could do both that's where i like i was fascinated in like people who could do both like who could sing and scream i'm like it makes no fucking sense to me i was like how do you sing that Full well and then go yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and that's when i like because i i played like in a in a metalcore band forever and that's what i was fascinated with like i was like i want to sing but the scream part shit is fucking dope like i just i can't imagine doing just one or the other because it's so cool to combine them um but that was kind of like your gateway into it yeah so uh it slowly just like i was just fucking had apple music i still have apple music yeah i'll wear that on my back <laughs> yeah i was gonna say do you get roasted for having yeah, apple music kind of <laughs> everyone everyone is converting to spotify yeah. if they haven't already been on spot <laughs> but like so i was just finding bands on there uh and it was just like slowly got more obscure like snot and i mean that's not crazy obscure mm. but i got into the more like lower level uh, yeah so that was really where it like got into me that I was like dude I really want to pursue this uh just seeing those bands were so sick um and then that was around the time when uh I met Jakari mm -hmm. and uh I was getting my friends all into it and um we were doing like rap shit you you were taking it seriously I was sort of yeah. a joke for me but I, I still did it like it was fun it's yeah. a lot of fun you have yeah. anything to say? <laughs> That's what got me into new metal. It's like, because okay. I used to rap before everything. Like, mm -hmm. you can even probably find my shit on SoundCloud if you can. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to plug it. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you find it, you find it. If you find it, you, find it. It, you, you earned it. <laughs> right. But just seeing, like, rapping in metal, I'm like, oh, this is tight. Yeah. Like, I got to do this shit. It felt so. like everything I liked about drumming was, like, a part of that. Mm -hmm. uh, just, like, the grooves and everything. And, like, totally joey jordison like i did not take really? lessons for so long yeah and it was like he was like teaching me i was like oh this is how you do this and all like the mike portnoy fills and yeah all that shit is crazy uh so it, it sort of just went hand in hand with drumming like everything i liked about drumming was mm. in that so that's part of why um so it was like uh, we me and jakar were doing rap shit and while we were doing that uh my name was little turf Little, Little turf. turf, okay, <laughs> the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> but I was like, I like that name, and uh, like fast forward. That's originally what we were called. Um, but, but some then, fucking asshole Argentinian band <laughs> who had like seven hundred thousand monthly listeners like, was named Turf. Ass South American band was yeah. called Turf, and we were like, we can't do this. It's up. Um, okay, it's out. You will start it again. Mm. 
No, that's okay. okay. <laughs> At least it was just you. So yeah, it's my camera. Actually, y'all can keep talking. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, the band was basically... I don't like to say I started it because mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have been a thing if everyone wasn't a part of it, but it, the band is like my connection to everyone. Like okay. knowing Jakari, knowing Will, because that same friend who had shown me to Trivium, his oldest brother was in a band and they were like so fucking cool. That's a huge part of the reason why I went with music too mm-hmm. uh, is because seeing them do it, because I, I was like, I didn't have like an outlet to it or I didn't have anyone who was doing it really. Um, but definitely them, like they inspired me and Will, our bassist was a part of that band. So yeah. he's a, he's a bit older than us. He's like, he's 28 okay. and we're all 21. Oh 20. yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Like an older brother. Yeah, he's like definitely like an older brother. So Good. there's that balance. <laughs> he definitely, like he keeps our head on our shoulders, you know? Yeah. We try to think of like some crazy shit and he's like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> he's like, but I feel like you that. need, you need both sides of that. Like I, uh-huh. uh, you need like the crazy, like, Hey, let's do some crazy shit. And then like the other balance. And then you end up like. Finding like a middle, middle space, yeah, yeah, like somewhere, like someone will compromise and then some dope shit comes out, which, you know, is a, y'all are a perfect example, like with everything that y'all have, you know, put out and just like the performance and everything. And I feel like most people in the scene that I've talked to that have been around for quite a while, I know like y'all come up on the podcast quite a bit. Like, I don't like as like, that is uh, so fucking newer, cool to us. Yeah, yeah I mean, like it's literally, crazy. We, it's always a surprise. We're like, what this fucking person is like talking about us yeah. that's so crazy like, yeah, we got into the scene and we're like we're fans of these bands like yeah exactly we're not even like i don't know we don't even see ourselves on like the same level as them so like for like Belissa to even like shout us out we're like whoa yeah yeah i remember like we were like we were talking about y'all and we're like i was like i was like yes i was like that's one of the bands that literally again someone coming from like i'm not even crazy like in the hardcore scene and seeing y'all and being like oh i fucking like really like this band you know what i mean to like all the performances that i've seen i've just been yeah like i i don't even doubt it i'm like yes this band is good like whoever like i talk to if they're like at the show and be like oh like i haven't heard this band i was like you're gonna like them like That's they're really, really good crazy. yeah it's dope but i think it just goes to show with like y'all playing just music that y'all like to make you know what i mean it's just to, about that we, yeah we try to switch it up like we always try to we've there was one point where we were playing our newest EP before it was released, mm-hmm. or up until like around it w- when it was released, and it was like we would just play the EP in order, and then there's a guitar switch, so we'll do maybe one extra song at the end. Mm-hmm. But we were like, dude, we gotta change it up. We're all we don't want to play the same set twice, you know? Yeah, we're always trying to change shit up. Even with like making music too, like we try not to make every song sound the same either, or even like every project sound the same. Like you listen to our first shit, sounds way different from like Process of Ruin, mm-hmm. and like even with the new shit that we're trying to make, it's gonna sound completely different from like the other shit that we've done before so, so we just try do, to keep like switching it up so how do you normally like approach like the like a song like or, or any like specific song is there uh, like a specific order or does it kind of change like, it every time yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever like starting the song it's mostly like Ben starting off with the drums mm-hmm. uh, on like what's the program called like, uh, it's where we sw- uh, switch between Pro Tools and we're thinking about going to Reaper because it was a little bit cheaper or looking like it was. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're, I think Will said that we're going to stick with Pro Tools. With Pro Tools. Because so he you've... like went to school for that shit. Like he knows his shit. Uh, ah, yeah. okay. Everything you hear on the EP, like everything that we've released is all Will. Like Will he, yo, yeah, okay. he produced all that shit. He mixed all of it. Oh, that's that's, all him. that's fucking dope. He even start. released it through like his own little uh, uh, distribution LLC. thing. Yeah, he oh, has, really? He has his own LLC. It's Damn right. <laughs> Dude, a yeah. little bit of backstory about Will. He yeah. had a, he had a little like post rock thing that he did with uh, like that friend I met him through. His mm-hmm. oldest brother, him and Will did something, and it like fucking blew up. Like, uh, what was they that? got on some like. Sp- uh, Spotify playlist. It's mm. like a post rock. It's called Aerosphere. Aerosphere. But the, it's like the weird, like A and E is the same thing. Oh, okay. The, the one that's yeah, like combined yeah, together. Combined. Oh, okay. 
Uh, but they like that. They made a lot of money off that, and that. Uh, I think that definitely probably like put his knowledge of audio engineering to use. A yeah. Bit. To see that success was really good for them. Well, uh, that's that's bad to have like someone like that on like your team now. Like, yeah, I mean, it helps be, a lot. It's a it's it's one of the biggest things that I noticed. Like when I was playing like in a band and just like bands around me, it's like there was all these like really good bands, but like being able to put out music was like the biggest hurdle because like it was people would write this music be playing it and then have to save up the money to figure out everything to do so and then by the time they're putting money. out like all these songs are like it's like they're old you know what i mean so by the time they come out you've already like played them so many years or like you know and i, I take like i take my band for perfect like for a good example when we released our first ep the newest song on there was like three years old and i'm just like this fucking sucks and then when we released singles they were like a year or two years old i'm like fuck this uh it's just taking too long so like i feel like that's a key thing that a lot of people are moving to it's like being able to know how to hey do you know how to at least send ideas shortcuts. back and forth send yeah like, yeah but if you can like do your own like you know pre-production or pre-pro just like record ideas like hey these are the drums that i have in mind and send them over because uh i mean especially I, I feel like people saw that a lot during like uh like covid where people were just like sending each other files just back and forth it's like hey this is an idea this is an idea and i feel like it's after that people became it became like more of like a norm like hey we need mm-hmm. to know how to at least record bare bones stuff so that we can get stuff done quicker we've, we've been talking about that uh like because the thing that sucks right now is that um we always need will there because if i'm going to write midi drums or if we're going to record anything we need will there so we're trying to think of like if we did switch to reaper mm. it'd probably be easier to work remote so like gotcha. if i can want to edit some drum shit i can do it on my own or if jakari wants to try some new shit over like a song he can do that on his own just yeah. to try it, you know, because like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's faster when you can work remotely. Yeah. But we're not at that point yet, but eventually I want to get to that point. It just, I mean, again, it's just skills you, you get along the way and also like just like resources that you'll get. Um, and it, it as long as like you got a mindset of like trying to figure out ways to make the process smoother and easier and just be like, hey, how can we, you know, make this a lot quicker and stuff like that. I mean, and then people find anything to use. I mean, we've been using Reaper for the podcast the entire time. Really? Yeah, the, the whole time. Is it nice? I've never like, I've we've heard literally, it. this one is just like the free version. We haven't even paid for it. And, like, and it works for everything that we need to do. Like it's, we haven't done it. Like my, um, DJ Daniel, like, uh, helps me run noise rod. He's been using it. He like makes, uh, like our friend Riker's EP on it and stuff like that on the free one and it's like oh okay so it's pretty easy when we had we had a band we mixed um, we had lights that ran with our backtracks and mm-hmm. you, we could do it in Reaper too like program it, it was just like you programming program drums the lights in yeah Reaper. so it was like it was like yeah, programming MIDI sick. drums but like every instead of notes like every note was like one of the lights so we programmed them that way to like the backtracks and That's stuff like that yeah and it was so it's cool it's definitely versatile but I think like I think there's so many like different avenues. Like there's all these people like arguing like which one's like better for this and that. I was like, well, to be honest, bullshit. it just matters which one you learned on. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you know, which just, was more intuitive to you. Yeah, I think it just none of it matters as long as the songs sound good. Yeah, you know, like there. I think there's like minute things, like small things that aren't gonna make the biggest difference in the world like to the actual like product like can you still put out like the similar song yes like some of it is it easier for you in particular to run that like are you more comfortable with pro tools are you more comfortable with ableton logic yeah Yeah. it just depends on which one you you're good at like that's that's kind of the move um we didn't we just you're an fl kid yeah i'm an fl kid. (laughs) when we first did rap shit it was like on audacity 
Yeah. Oh my god, audacity. Damn. Some yeah. like torrented fucking FL. <laughs> Dude, so many people have stolen FL. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They might as well just make it fucking free. Seriously. They literally, yeah. I mean, yeah. But they might I as well. think, um, well, because Will has the login for FL. So we try to like, like if Jakari's making a beat, we're mm. trying to do more dynamics in our new shit, like throwing more, like, uh, it's like, like different in there. Samples, mm. yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So we're like, we all use a different, like, I use Soundtrap. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, when I did music theory, they had Soundtrap memberships that we were using. So it's it's just the one, it's like what you're saying, like, it's the one I know how to yeah. use. Even though it's totally bullshit. Like, you can't change the uh, fucking tempo easily. You can't change the time signature. You can do, mm. like, 4-4 four, four, and 3-4. Oh, it's wow. Like, so it's not, it's just the one that I know how to use. Yeah, but just whichever one you're comfortable with. I, I think as far as, like, the song uh writing goes it's usually i think in new metal like uh it's i just think of what paul said paul said that it was like it's easier to start with drums for new metal just because it's so percussive mm-hmm. paul's a singer for since my beloved one of our good yeah. friends oh okay yeah super cool um, dude since super my beloved. cool dude Sick. um but i think usually that's how it goes sometimes will will can like he's a fucking prodigy he can man. just fucking bust out a he'll song like write an really? entire song and record all of it besides like drums because we use fake drums but, yeah uh he'll just record a whole song and be like hey i just did a new song it's in the drive so i mean <laughs> like, it's it, it usually like, not okay. final like we change a fuck ton of yeah this stuff but uh that's usually how it goes it's either me or will yeah. To come and up Jakari's with putting in his input, uh, input, being like, "Hey, can you change this?" Or hey, do jun 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 jun. Do instead of do Dude, I, I that's I I understand that a bit because like I was that's what I was a vocalist, so that's all I could do. Like hey, instead of this, what if? And it was just sounds out of my mouth. Yeah. I've been hoping. Luckily, like in the band, we like had grown to like understand each other well enough to like my guitar player or German be like, okay, I know what you're talking about. There's you know definitely I mean? sometimes where I'll be like, do this. And they're like, bro, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, I don't even know how to make that a sound on my guitar. He's like, well, that's not time, my job. I don't play guitar. I'm sorry. Right. Like, <laughs> this is the best I got. We were like arguing over a pause. You remember when you want to do like, the thing? <laughs> it was like, yeah. dun it, And Jakar was like, dude, that does not fucking sound right. <laughs> and then we were like, let's do a measure of 15, 16 right there. Like yeah. it'd, be, it'd be more on beat. Yeah, 15, we argue over, 16. Yeah. Oh, we argue over the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> like the little smallest shit. That's another thing too. We're very indecisive. We're. I mean, yeah. You talked about that a minute ago. You were like how um, it takes so long to make everything. Yeah. By the time you release it, you're tired of it. That's totally how we feel with like everything we release. Really? Because we we're definitely doing it this time. But with the last EP, those songs were like like beginning of the band some of them mm-hmm. uh and there's a couple songs that we've like retired or we were gonna change up that we played yeah and it's like those songs are old as fuck yeah or at least in the band history wise like not actually old but like uh a couple of the songs in there are like really old i think the newest song is the first one anti-dominion i think that's like the old, the newest when it was released yeah um yeah but i think that's just think a so. part of it i think that it's just like if you're gonna release it you have to sit on it and that's how we're, we're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we, we suck at that. If we sit on yeah. something, we're going to we hate, hate it. it. Just hate it. Okay. We yeah. get tired of it. Because I don't know about you, but I listened to all of our songs, all the demos, like a hundred times. So I think that's, so this is, uh, it was always the biggest struggle where we would, we'd write a song and then be like, okay, it's not, we knew that it wasn't where we wanted it, mm-hmm. but we didn't know when to st- to stop like trying to change yeah, it because I'm like oh what, it could be better and it, the, the thing that you just said like we would sit on it too long until we didn't like it mm-hmm. and that's what would happen every time we would sit, like 
probably have a decent version of the song and then sit on it just a little too long and be like, mm-hmm. nope, it doesn't work anymore. And then mm-hmm. just like try to add something or change something. And it just keeps going like that until like, oh, the song then became uh, unusable or like we were, or by the time that song is finished, it no longer reflects like where we're even at as exactly. musicians. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. it, and it's just a, it's a struggle. So like I got really into, um, which is when I, I talk to like bands and stuff like that, we bring up the idea of like albums versus like singles and stuff like that. So it just, to me, it all comes down to workflow. It just depends on like how, uh, I like the idea of singles for like, it depends on what you're looking for. Like some, some people, if they want to like build hype and build relevancy, then like dropping a single every like couple months or something like that might work for them. But I also like the idea of just like, Hey, if you wrote a song now in the moment and you put it out within like the next month, it's, you put it out like it's done it's finalized there's no way to go back and be like oh okay let me i can change this i can change this and just sit on it mm-hmm. so and that's just for me like the way my brain works so i'm like i have to like finish something within a certain amount of time or else it's gonna get shelved like yeah. it's it's gonna get set, i'm gonna to, be on to the next idea that's what i used to do with my rap shit like yeah. if i did a song i'm gonna mix it that night and then next day i'm gonna release it and yeah <laughs> whatever it comes out to be that's what it is because it, it, to me it adds like it adds a finality and in 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 my eyes i've done it in like different stuff i never got a chance to do it with like music but like i used to um and i had a i had that problem where i kept shelving things i kept like working on stuff too long or the idea would just stay in my head forever because it I didn't have exactly what I needed to get it done. So then it just started being like, you know what? What if I just do it? So like I started, I think like a, a vlog channel one year and I'm like, I'm going to just do it every week. Fuck it. Like, I don't care what it looks like or what, if nothing fucking fun happened this week, I have to make something. So that was my goal. So every week I was putting out something. The same thing with actually the way this podcast started out, it was a, a temporary thing. I was supposed to do six episodes to promote like the, uh, the festival that we were throwing, uh, Chill Sounds and Breakdowns, and I did six in two weeks because I procrastinated. That's Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it And it wasn't like, we didn't have like a set spot, so like I think like three of them, half of them got done at the apartment we were at, um, and then the other three I had to travel to people's houses to like wow. get it done. So And it was just me, so I was like carrying all this stuff like and, and seeing if it worked, and just learning how to do it because yeah. I didn't, I... Uh, you know, Daniel DJ, my uh, roommate, was the one that knew how to set everything up. So I'm like, you need to make this idiot proof for me. Right? So, <laughs> and then, like, one thing wouldn't go wrong while I'm in the place. And they're like, everything all right? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm just You're trying like, to figure out, like, oh, <laughs> like, unplug everything. But it added a thing of, like, I no matter what, like, I'm going to have to put something out. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to do it. Uh, and there's something about just, like, having to figure shit out on the fly and just, like, hey, if I'm going to mix it tonight and put it out tomorrow, I was like, then whatever comes out today is the way it's going to be. And for me, it allows me to put something out but still realize the stuff that I can work on and progress and it's like yeah. oh, okay this song is already out so I can't go back and fix this but on my next release like I can do whatever like the idea I had to improve this I'll just do it on the next one and then you right. kind of push yourself to put more stuff out but there's also the balance of being able to wait until the song is right it's just trying to yeah. find that moment there's, is a difficult part finding that balance is so yeah, hard Will, it's definitely difficult Will is pretty good at that being like okay we've, we've done too much to this song because <laughs> there's he says that there's always an infinite number of changes but man I'm always like if especially we, with us dude we're always going to change something yeah like the song could be <laughs> perfect one day and then the next week we're like no we can change this and Will's like dude what the fuck (laughs) but we're trying to give ourselves enough time because we sometimes we have like like not due dates but deadlines kind of and uh, but this time we're trying to take our time we're working on an album on an album yeah okay yeah we're probably going to do like a little one or two song thing in between just to keep it fresh I guess but 
We're taking our time. We're going to do like a, I don't even know how many songs we're going to put on it. 30 songs. 30 yeah, songs. We're going to release a double album. A double yeah. album? No, no. No, do it, do it. I'm trying to just push all these. Album, then deluxe right after yeah, that. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do the deluxe where all the shitty demos get thrown on it. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like. <laughs> we, we have a couple. We have a couple. We have a you, lot. You like, kid, like, like, that's great. Like, you don't, you don't understand how like people eat that shit up. Like, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. like with how, how people just like want to hear shit from like y'all so like i'm pretty sure That's like so y'all crazy. put out stuff and it'll be like yeah i'm gonna listen to a, a deluxe album too and want to hear like the other recordings and stuff that you those songs that maybe wouldn't get put out like on on a normally but like a um, b-sides yeah cool. the b-sides yeah we've thought about that before uh like doing like a b-sides or i don't think we would do a deluxe edition but yeah. we could i could see us doing like our like a set aside b-sides ep type of thing but See, that'd be sick what's uh what's been other than taking like your time, what's been like the real big differences with like working on an album versus like working on, like smaller projects? I think uh, not trying to limit ourselves is the biggest thing okay. for me yeah. at least. We don't want like all the songs, like basically what we were saying earlier, like we don't want all the songs to sound the same. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to like make shit different. We don't want to make 11 songs that all sound exactly the same. Like, like we're like, trying oh, to switch all this shit up. It's okay. Like, we're trying not to make it like a. Uh, not every song has a breakdown or not mm. every song has this in it because we're, we're trying not to follow any cliche because that's the problem that I have with the EP right now is just we I feel like it's like almost too like it's just live music you know yeah. like we're trying to make something where there's a reason to listen to the recorded version as opposed to the live version gotcha so, okay because I feel like that was a problem maybe for me at least that mm. I had in the past was just trying to write it for other people to hear. Mm-hmm. And now uh, with this shit, we're just trying to impress ourselves, you know? That's, yeah. I think that's the biggest like turning point, like in, in when you're an artist is figuring that out. It's like, Oh, making shit that you're gonna, that you're gonna like again. Yeah. The, it, it's another one of those like concepts that I hear myself saying out loud and I'm like, yeah, that should be should an be obvious, given, it should be a given, it's but not it's not. Yeah. Like sometimes like I, uh, I'll, we were writing songs and I'm like oh yeah I would write them with whatever purpose and then realize like listening back and I'm like I don't like these songs like mm-hmm. as much as like if I would have just let myself creatively just do whatever and usually those are the bands and like artists that I enjoy the most the people like writing stuff that wasn't sounding like something else because that's, that's always my also problem with just like listening to whatever genre you want to play, just listen to that. And just, again, it feels like you're going to copy and paste like another album versus like, Hey, what if you just write some, you know, whatever those like things that might seem weird in somebody else's head, like, but are making sense in yours. Like, why not put that shit in there and just make something that you're like, that's fucking cool. Like, Oh, because I did this, like, you know, this isn't supposed to work, but it does, you know, Mm -hmm. like those, those, those little moments in bands like that mix genres, which again, like, I think people listen to music, in that way normally like you listen to all sorts of shit and you just don't realize it when you're picking your bands that you listen to that you like you listen to a lot of genres you just maybe aren't used to like people combining different elements out of those things i think i think we're definitely trying to be a little bit more eclectic like influence wise Mm. trying to do some shit that like sounds like there be lots of twists twists and turns in the songs with for the new shit i think Mm -hmm. okay um as far as like lyrically do you approach everything like yourself or is it like a, a combination with like everybody uh, in the band? I usually like write all the lyrics off then, the like, dome yeah really oh like hold on that's a cap as fuck we start spreading that right now yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh so you just write lyrics down yeah. before the songs 
Uh, sometimes before the songs, like Ben will write the drums, and sometimes I'll just write to the drums. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, I'll write the lyrics and be like, "Yo, does this sound cool?" Then they'll be like, "Oh, you should say that." So like, sucks. it'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> like I kind of need their uh, oh, yeah. verification on certain shit. It makes it, it, it. You you definitely do need it because like I uh, <laughs> I always get around, but I had a few lyrics that slipped by, and I'm like, "Why'd y'all let me <laughs> release this?" I'm like, "This is not recorded." Dude, that's how I feel about a lot of shit. I'm like, "Bro, why did y'all let me say this? This is corny <laughs> as fuck." Yeah, I'm like, "No, nah, y'all need to y'all need to catch it." Yeah, I, uh, I I always bring up this. I forgot what I said, but the line "shaking in your boots" came up, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Y'all let me." I'm and the, the, I'm screaming. <laughs> this line i'm like i was like Shipping oh man timbers yeah shit basically that's kind of the vibe that i got for it and i, I feel bad because like one of my friends was like dude you know there's a there's a line in one of your songs that like really like i related to like i'm gonna get it tatted on myself and i'm like oh shit Whoa. what's that's oh, badass, what line dude. and he picked that one and i'm like no i, got shit I was like yeah he was going to You're like, like bro, he was going i'm that. like i'm like please don't man like, <laughs> Like I love that you like this song, but no, man, don't do that. I think in the timeline of the band, we're like, there's a point where we didn't know what people wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and uh, we were just we were kind of trying to impress ourselves or writing the music that we wanted to hear. Yeah. Excuse me. And then uh, we did a single, and then with this the newest EP, we were kind of trying to like write music to mosh to. Like it, okay. that, that was yeah. sort of the purpose of the songs. But now we're trying to like go back to where we were. When we first it's like started. the original idea. Like the I think one. it's like so sick when a band is super uh, obscure and like just doesn't sound like anything, or like they don't know who they're trying to, who their audience is, because they just yeah. it's the most genuine form of expression, mm-hmm. trying to like make it very personal to yourself, or you're you're writing what you want to hear. I think yeah. That's, and what you were saying too about how uh, when bands usually take the most left turns is usually when people like it the most. I yeah. think when you're true to yourself and you're writing stuff that is that means something to you not just something for someone else i think people just naturally identify with that yeah. already and the cool thing is that you can i mean you can do both like you think it's like, yeah. hey we wrote songs for people to mosh to and mission accomplished you know what i mean yeah, but you can still like hey i want to write this other stuff too it's like you can do that and that's the i think that's the beautiful thing about having like your own band or like you know any like music that you're recording is that you once you realize that that's your it's completely up to you like no one is going to tell you like what to write you don't have to write a specific way you can switch it up every time you want to do it like if you want to go back and write more songs like for people to watch you can do that you can you want to write stuff that's going to like leave people confused you can fucking do that like it's great like you want to cry too yeah you're gonna be in the crowd sobbing that's what i want you're doing no butt rock but rock, do that. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> we're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a whole set of crossfade covers. <laughs> Don't play with me. Don't play with me. I, <laughs> <laughs> that should be awesome. Crossfade That'd be crazy. Awesome. That fucking cold. I always say that song's the cold. loudest fucking song I ever heard. <laughs> also, the band Cold. You know that band? Which the cold? band Cold? Mm, Dude, all the fucking bands where it's like just one like word. You can't even Google that shit because it's just like gonna be a dictionary word. Right. Like yes. stained cold all those bands those are not, those bands are awesome yeah. dude it's it's that's kind of a weird thing that i've i've actually like we've talked before on but like the whole idea about um what is it called um all right something about your search like your your searchability like on oh, your name right, right, you know right. what i mean like there's all that was the thing with turf like we could not name ourselves that because it would mm-hmm. just be that's true bands. a bunch of other stuff that come up yeah the uh the only one that i've ever seen do it 
successfully. And it's funny because there's like a clip of that keeps going around. It's fucking Pitbull, the rapper. He's like, you know what? When, I was like, when you go with Pitbull, I come up before the dog. And then I like, this bullshit. And I looked it up. And I'm like, this motherfucker comes does. up before the dog. Like, what the shit? That's Crazy. how you know you made it. That's, yeah. That's but for the most it. part, like, it's weird that that's a thing you, you, some people have, like, you don't, you don't have to think about it, obviously. But I mean, there's times where I've gone on to like, Spotify or you know anything where I'm searching a band and I'll search it and there's like a ton of other artists that pop up and depending on how small the artist is like I've seen it where I'll go through like 20 search results and then that band's not even on there like because they're so new so it kind of mm-hmm. sucks you have to kind of look at that too it's like what's something like unique that's why like some people use like alternate spellings like we were bringing up with like uh bands and like instead of like a letter they'll put like a, a v in it just so it's different enough to like mm-hmm. something comes out um but it, it, and also just using uh, combining words uh but i think i i mean there's definitely i've never heard of another turf runner i don't think like when you when you look it up i think <laughs> definitely, y'all are definitely first runner. yeah go back and forth between hating that name and liking it yeah <laughs> we definitely mostly hate it yeah really? we want to change our name so bad what? but <laughs> yeah. we feel like it's too yeah. late because i just like what the fuck does that name make you think of in your head you know it doesn't it's just kind of lame to me yeah, yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I think like a band is good when you can like imagine what they're about when you hear the name, and that is like I don't know what our name makes you yeah. think of, but I like well, that it's kind of multi. Well, I think there you go because that's what you were writing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm writing true. shit that just I don't want people to know what's doing. Yeah, that's it. They point. don't know what you to explain. Kind of create you your own narrative around a name if it doesn't really mean anything. I think that's what happens once it's like a name that doesn't mean. I think I don't know. To me, just like me thinking about it now, it allows you to be able to create whatever narrative or people create it for you you know what i mean it's like oh this is what this now means to me and it's based on whatever sound they heard from you you know what i mean it's versus like because i've had the other instance where i'll hear a band name and think there's something and it's completely different you know what i mean but if if it's a word that i don't know like turf burner i don't know like what that when i first it just really heard it like it doesn't mean anything like okay like i could take it literally like and just yeah, be like oh, okay burning turf but like i mean smoking weed or some shit that's what yeah, a whole bunch of people really about, right? and it's not that well if you look it up it could be if you look up, <laughs> if you look up turf burn or turf burner on like mm. urban dictionary there's some wild shit that shows up oh no yeah. Yeah, if you look up turf burner on youtube there's like some like RC uh, racing, yeah, right? yeah. It's RC, like RC racing, racing and then <laughs> like, we're fighting constantly, fighting for dominance on the YouTube searches mm-hmm. between That's, the RC racing. <laughs> so y'all need to do a music video where it's like RC racing. <laughs> y'all just play. We need to partner like, with fuck them. those other guys. Yeah, yeah we should partner with the RC racing guys. That'd be like, Turf Burner X, Turf Burner, Turf yeah. Burner X, Turf Burner. Damn. That's Straight a collab. There you go. Um, okay. Yeah. Changing gears a little bit. Go for it. We're playing a donation show we just announced yesterday yes. for our hotel, uh, hometown in Allen. So that's where we're from, or that's where me and Will are from. Mm. Jakar's not from there. You're from I've, all over the place. Yeah, I'm a military kid, so I've oh, had okay. to be everywhere. everywhere. But I live in Allen right now, and mm. we work in. Uh, I used to work in the uh, Allen outlets. So he got me uh, that job. We worked together at Zoomies. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We, we quit a, a little bit before. Yeah, he quit in like January. I quit I like moved, a month so. before it happened. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, and my mom works up there still. Really? Yeah. So works. I mean, yeah, she works at the Polo. You, everyone should know, but I mean, we're talking about the um, Allen shooting. Allen shooting that happened. Uh, yeah, a while ago, which was fucking awful. That's insane. It was, awful. It was yeah. so surreal because, um, <clears throat> uh, like a couple weeks ago or a couple weeks before that, there was like uh, a a hoax call that there would be there was a, an assailant at the Spring Creek campus of Collin College because that's mm. where I go. Okay. And waking up to hear that was so scary. Um, it, it, thankfully, it was a hoax, yeah. you know, but 
it was, almost felt like a precursor to what happened in Allen. And mm-hmm. it's crazy that, I mean, God forbid, but something like that hasn't happened sooner because yeah. it's such a big area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it still feels surreal, though. Yeah. Um, because uh, do you remember where you were when you found out? Because I kind of... I was... I was at work. I was at... Yeah, I was at... Uh, I work at Kroger. Mm-hmm. And some lady was like, yo, like the Allen Outlets just like got shot up. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was at work. Uh, my girlfriend texted me and said, hey, there was just a shooting in Allen. And I looked it up and it was like so... It like had just happened. And it was just so crazy thinking that like we worked there. And immediately your first thought is like, is everyone okay or is it like dude i started panicking i'm like bro is my mom working that day like luckily she didn't she wasn't working that day but she easily could have but so there's that moment of complete uncertainty of like i don't Mm -hmm. know like they it's it i i mean i can't imagine going through that i mean for people who like lost someone it's it's awful but then like everybody else who again that's super close to actually close to home and it's like figuring out like oh do i having to have the thought of like are the people that I care about okay? Like having yeah, to actually it's, think it's, about that and having yeah. to like live with that. And then, I mean, there's only so many people you can get in contact right away, but there's a, probably a, a fraction of time where you don't I know. don't know. Like, yeah. and it could just happen. And it's and, just, it's just goes back to, I mean, unfortunately, this shit can happen at, at any time. It's so and, and it did for some people, you know, like there's yeah. definitely people that, but you're playing a benefit show um, yes. for that, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's July 15th. Um, our friend Christian tragically passed away. He yeah, was he was a guard. security guard oh, that wow. used to work there. And uh, he died saving people's lives. Mm. And uh, he was just a super good friend to us. Like, whenever Zoomies would be slow as fuck, he'd always come in there and we'd just talk about, like, the most random yeah. shit ever. So he was a really good friend of ours, and it's very tragic that he passed. So mm. uh, he's one of the big reasons that we're doing it. And also just everyone else that lost their lives. It's, like, so yeah. unfair and it's sad, you know. Yeah. So, um, and especially us working there and like being from there, it just feels right for us to do this. I oh. think, ha- like, we're sort of uh, not partnering, but we got the support of Christian's family, which means a lot. Like, we went to his service. It was sort of like it was a service, but it was also like a celebration of life. Yeah. Um, it was so super cool. Getting to meet his parents meant a lot, and uh, they were like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, they're they've been supportive of the show. Yeah. Um. But we're going to split everything evenly, you know, like it's we're going to do everything. Even if we lose money, we're going to put our own money into it to putting every like cent of that show into those families. Yeah, because that's what needs to happen. You know, I I think that's a I mean, that's awesome that y'all are doing that, um, especially because I know that y'all like pretty much booked like every everything yourself. Right. It's the first show that y'all are doing. It's kind of. Yeah. Me. Yeah. It's it was, all. Yeah. We say us, wow. but it's it's Ben. Ben, like did all that shit see and i think that's i think that's something that you it's you love to see it but it's when you have like you figure out what platform you have and it's like what can i do with this for others you know what do I mean? it like, when what it matters I, most you know yeah. like this was a very special time to do it and shout out to growl records man Dude, mm-hmm. they, growl records the fucking goaded place to play they are the coolest fucking people ever yeah, yeah. Shout they, out the amount of shit they've gone through at shows <laughs> like lights breaking or just for them to still be okay with shows mm-hmm. and they were so cool to me uh with booking a show they i went to rubber gloves that was the first place i went to because they're just it's a big venue mm-hmm. and playing outside there's like such a big capacity yeah um but they they couldn't they're busy they're always booked up yeah so uh 
the second place was Growl, and they were so cool. They were they were like, yeah, let's do it. Like we'll put in our own money for it. We're not gonna make we're not gonna charge you for the space. Yeah. Let's just fucking do it. And it was so sick. Which is which is cool when you see like a community come like together because that's that's yeah. again that goes back to being part of that community. So when stuff like this happens and you want to band together people to help you know what i mean you find them around you and people are like are willing to like you know lend a hand to help and it's going to obviously like um to help out people that need it so it's it's that's that's the biggest part where i see in in why it's important to not only have a community but help build your own community um which stuff like this does that you know what i mean it's not you're not one dimensional and stuff it's like hey we we could just be like, oh no, we just play music. We can't do anything to help. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that's not, it's not anything that you know I had anything to do with. There's that like you know people who aren't from there and weren't personally like to, like it's it's very easy I think to just slide by and just yeah, like, just oh, like okay. dismiss it or something like that. Yeah, but and, and it's and sometimes people are like further away, but like that's why people who have that connection is like, hey, I'm gonna do something with it. Let me see how many more people I can get. You yeah, know to. I- to, to stand behind, you know, like the, the cause and, and help out. And then you end up finding out that more people are willing to help, you know? Yeah, and I don't think there's any obligation. Like, we didn't have to do the show. Yeah. And it's not about us. Like, the show is not about us or any of the bands. Like, it's we're just, like, trying to find an outlet for people to have a good time and celebrate the lives of those people. Mm. Um, and there's not any obligation. Like, we didn't have to do it. But it was, like, the day after the show, we were like, we could really do something and try to turn it in to a, make a positive event out it just of felt it. right yeah. yeah yeah which is which is really cool yeah that's it's it's really um it's a really nice sentiment and notion and it's it's good to see action behind that you know sentiment and notion. It just, and again it's just again you don't have to do it but to to realize that you can do something and then being able to and and you know jumping at it and figuring it all out like i said you're um the first time booking something like on your own and, and you're like hey i'm just gonna figure it out because this is worth that action you know what i mean like this is something that i want to put like myself behind and again it's just finding a way to use the platform that you do have like what it's basically like what am i good at i have a band like we can play shows we can put on shows Let's do something like that. I can find a way to do that and help somebody else. Yeah, you know thankfully I mean? we've been playing for long enough to where we are in contact with the venues that we like. Yeah. And so they really, maybe it's just because of Growl, and I think I really got lucky with Growl, mm-hmm. but they were, it was pretty easy to set it up because it yeah. was like a couple DMs. Like they weren't like, oh, fuck you, email me. Yeah. Uh, they were like talking on the DMs. They got, we got a set up like same day. Nice. They were like, what day? And we, that was my, uh, it was like July something was my first date or whatever but mm-hmm. uh i think that one didn't work so we had to go to july 15th but and then it was like yeah let's do it yeah. uh so july 15th at ground and you have uh who's who's all playing on that it's, uh, uh uh us crossways ballista and since my beloved yeah. shout out to crossways 3000 the band is dope super dope Cross- band. I've, literally that's the one on the bill i haven't listened to do you know Chris? spineless yes spineless they're like friends with spineless that's how i figure ah, out about them. okay uh spineless there's like a feature from the spine uh, matthew yeah uh, matt from Spineless is on, on that album, but they're from Houston or it's either Houston or San Antonio. I forget, mm-hmm. uh, but they're so fucking dope. They're like also pretty new metally, but yeah. they're on like the more like Fear Factory industrial kind of side uh, of it. Okay. It's but, super sick. You should yeah. check them out. Cross yeah, they're Jones. dope. Shout out to them. And they were so sick. They responded same day and they were like, yeah, dude, like, and it's a donation show. Like we're not going to pay the bands. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we'll drive up for it. Like that's so fucking that's sick. That's so fucking sick. But yeah. again, I think it's, Again, it goes back to building that community. People will want to help, and especially with something like this. So it's not only like 
because of y'all, it's because like, hey, it's a we're actually doing something like with mm-hmm. this. It's an, it's in I think people take up the opportunity themselves to be able to use again their their art, their music to be able to help like people in need, you know what I mean? At the same time as creating some sort of positive energy to counteract like this terrible tragedy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's that's really uh that was basically the point of why we did it cuz it's it's very close to home, but also we have the opportunity to do something bigger than just like a show yeah. you know it's putting it towards something that matters to us deeply and also you know those people who were there or us who were not even really affected by it mm-hmm. like we're gonna remember that shit forever yeah so it's cool to like something that we talked about uh when we were setting it up is like i feel like with what's happening with the mass shootings it's like everyone talks about it for two weeks and then everyone not forgets about it but stops talking about it mm-hmm. so I feel like this this show is sort of like a reminder that this support is still there, I guess. Yeah. Like with especially with Christian's family, mm. uh we definitely want to like be supportive of them throughout, you know. So yeah. it that it kind of we weren't planning, we wanted to make it even sooner, but it kind of helps that it's a little bit down the way or like a month away. Uh especially too cuz it was like a Saturday, so oh. hopefully people are free for that, Yeah. you know. Um but definitely fucking first time we've ever done anything like it and first show we've ever set up which is crazy first show you've ever set up <laughs> i mean i couldn't do it without y'all though so yeah and shout out our friend karan for making the flyer he's shout also uh, yeah. from nice. alan or alan yeah. like that mckinney oh yeah, yeah. went to alan i think yeah super cool dude yeah we met karan through like their first couple of shows and it's crazy too that like we still talk to people from our first show yeah like our guitarist now was at our first show which is crazy uh, Zach. Zach. Was that your first show? Uh, mm-hmm. It was that Growl yeah. show. Our first show was that Growl. Funny oh, enough. I mean, wow. we had like yeah. a performance, which I honestly kind of want to re-release that video because it's so fucking funny. Why? Uh, Emma's house party. Oh, yeah. Our first like actual show. Was, I don't even uh, call it a show. It was like a performance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you say that? She had a uh, birthday party going yeah. on. She's like, yo, I want you guys to like come and play Turf for my birthday. To play. Yeah. So <laughs> we like awesome. played in her like entertainment room upstairs and it was just Learned like so many songs yeah we played like Tell about the songs we played yeah we played like three of our own songs mm-hmm. or like two we or three of our three own songs, songs. <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything and we played like six covers we played uh we played twist by corn which i sounded stupid as fuck trying to do that <laughs> we live streamed the whole show so oh it really was, it was up on instagram but then we took it down and we still have it and occasionally i go back and watch it i think you should re-release it but uh, we, we, did, we did twist good we did god, uh, good god we did dead ringer by knock loose we did uh bulls on parade uh bodies by drowning pool oh, shit fucking, uh sweet pea by system of a down head up by deftones yeah head up by deftones summer damn like, we, we learned yeah. like probably eight songs in, it like, was like a weeks. 45 minute set it Holy was fucking shit. stupid <laughs> yeah i was like that's long as shit oh my yeah. god <laughs> like we they gave us like nine days in advance to like we're like you got <laughs> to nine pull days out a 45 minute set yeah and so we, we just learned a fuck with three like it. three or two or two or three original songs everything yeah. else learned because that's all we fucking had it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like october of 2021 yeah and we were a band since this beginning of the summer so we barely even had like three songs oh my and we God. were like back when the first song was like hit the ground yeah we we're like this song's called hit the ground we had this song called collapse i was on our first ep mm. and i guess i'll just talk about that too uh <laughs> we had the first song we ever did, it was uh, a song that ended up being on our first actual EP. Mm. And uh, it was like this all neon green cover with like, 
it was the the most garbage logo. It was, <laughs> but it was so like perfect to the time that we were in. It was yeah. like all neon, like this shitty hand drawn logo. And, and then it was like, like a samurai mask. Yes, yeah, samurai mask. Really. <laughs> and like, I wish I still had it. I'll try to find it. Fine. It's it's got to exist somewhere. Yeah. Y'all are make new merch with that. Right. <laughs> Definitely. We got to bring it back. And then like the first shirts we had, our old vocalist Landon. He, God bless him, man. He put God his bless heart, his heart. God bless. into those first shirts. They came out so shitty. <laughs> yeah, he had like his own like homemade like printing thingy. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah. It, it was like box logo. Like that was our thing, the box logo. The, and we like put, it was like on these shirts, super uneven. And those shirts The shirts would like apart. start like peeling off. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of funny. It was basically like a Gildan shirt with like a sticker on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the equivalent of what it, it was. It was sick though. People bought that shit. And and it, was, it ended up being sick because uh, we had a whole bunch of those shirts and then uh, we ended up giving them away, which was sick. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we parted ways with our other vocalist, Landon. Mm. There's no hard feelings or anything. It yeah. It's just a creative mm. thing. Um, but... We Still had a whole, super nice kid. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of uh, shirts left over, and it was this show that we played at this like uh, a skate shop. We played yeah, at- it was the Point Skate Shop in Dallas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had played there, and then uh, we were like, bro, people aren't going to buy this shit. Like, <laughs> we might as well just give it away, and people still wear that shit, too. We, really? We, yeah. I just went up to people, because it was a packed show. We were very surprised mm-hmm. that of the turnout, because it was like a weekday, mm-hmm. and we weren't sure, because it was we, add, we were added super last minute, mm-hmm. and... Uh, just like the first sh- actual show we played, like still people know about that or remember that show because it was like we played, but before that, um, we took those shirts and I was just like, "Hey, what size are you?" I wouldn't even like ask if they wanted a shirt. I was just like, "Hey, what size shirt are you?" Uh, not on some weird shit, but I was just like, "Hey, do you want a shirt?" <laughs> yeah. Just uh, walking. Hey, what size are you? What size? Yeah. Uh, what size medium? <laughs> I think I, I, I definitely did. As you like staring up from now, what that, size? Is <laughs> that's definitely a lie. I probably, I think I did ask people if they wanted a shirt because uh, it'd be like someone would hear that it was a free shirt, and another person would be like, "Hey, I want a fucking free shirt." Like, people who's gonna deny free a free shirt? shirt? Right. But see, the thing with like merch, and it, it's it's another like weird learning thing, is that I was always super obsessive about like how like stuff needed to turn out when i realized like when and especially like pricing stuff like had me weird like because i'm like i don't i think we were making a shirt and the shirt was costing us like eight dollars to make and i'm like i can only sell it for ten like that's the only like i I don't feel right selling it for more because like we made it for just cheap Mm -hmm. but when people buy like merch and i go from my experience and what people like it's not completely just because like oh i want a shirt it's because like hey i just saw a band that i fucking love i want to support this band right especially at the local level like if i'm buying shit it's because like i like what i just saw and i want to help out like in any different way and plus if i get a shirt that's fucking cool too you know what i mean like but uh being able to put stuff then i started like worry a little bit more about like quality because i wanted people like to wear it so i'm like oh the more people wear it the more people like are gonna like my name's gonna be out there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started had to look at it that way, and I'm like, oh, people buy stuff because they like like my band, and it just mm-hmm. it was for some reason just a weird constant, some insecurity bullshit. It was like, oh, people don't like this shit, like they're buying it like what for whatever, you know? What I, I mean? totally get that. Yeah, hit. but I'm just like now, like you kind of have to get through that and be like, all right, like they're buying it because like they they like like you know, it's another extension of what we just did up there you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just an extension of that it's like hey they want to wear it to hell support it they like my band enough to you know put something on their bodies that has like mm-hmm. you know speaking, our support on it. speaking yep. of clothes jakari i think it's uh i think it's wife beater time 
It's wife beater time. It's wife beater time. Wife beater time. Oh. Yeah. Holy Jakari's shit. Jakari's wearing a wife beater under the, <laughs> the infamous wife beater. You see, if you see Jakari in a wife beater at a show, it's serious. It oh, is about to go down. Shit. How many times? It's been like three times. It's, been it's like twice. Yeah, like the first. Ever, <laughs> speaking of the first performance, it was the first ever show, and then the one of the growl shows, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting fucking serious now. All right, you gotta you gotta lay some, what some shit on now. Um, I think what's what's getting brought up about now? Tough shit now. Tough shit. Let's talk about inspirations. Shit. Talk about beating people up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, you go ahead. You, we we this was the number one thing. We we're like with the podcast, we have to wear inspirations on our back. We got to talk about them. Inspirations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obscure ass new metal bands, man. Yeah, a <laughs> bunch of fucking new metal bands. Uh, Primer fifty five. Yeah, Primer fifty five. Yeah, 55. I'm, I need. A, uh, I'm gonna make a list out of all these. Literally, like I'm yeah, gonna go through notes. this and just like if, it had, if the name has a number in it, that shit's fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Factory eighty uh, one. Yeah, Factory eighty one, uh, dude. Below I'm yeah, forty below summer. Uh, nerve pitch, fucking. Uh, We're blanking. We had a whole list. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, nothing I'll face. Up. I'll pull it up. Pull it up. It's fine. You. You, can, you can use notes. We were looking. Yeah. At whole, <laughs> we were looking at our playlist before we could we cheat came on this in. test. Yeah. Uh, all of the fucking French bands like Playmo, Gut Syndicate, Watcha. I don't know how. I'm, I'm probably butchering that name. It's yeah, Watcha. Watcha? I think that's how you say it. <laughs> uh, Slaves on Dope. We got what else? We got. Whole uh, bunch of Jedi cool sex bands. trick that band fucks. Uh, <laughs> Resorte, they're like a. I'm also saying that shit white as hell, but it's like Chris, a space. Resorte, Resorte, <laughs> uh, shovel, shovel, dude, shovel. shovel, yeah, it's like but shovel, with but with a U. With a U. Okay, they are crucial to us, like yeah. especially when I two got vocalists. into new metal. Mm. Uh, not only did they have two vocalists, which we had at the time, but they're like straight, like just like rap new metal. And me getting into it from rapping, I was like. Dude, this is like the coolest shit ever. Like they're like huge inspiration. It's like Rage Against the Machine, but like, a, it's like Rage Against the Machine, but from like the middle of nowhere, Kansas. <laughs> the yeah. middle of nowhere, Kansas. <laughs> it's yeah. super sick. Sunk Lodo as well, huge inspiration. Yeah, oh Sunk Lodo's I, tight. I think with our new shit, we're trying to go back to like these bands mm-hmm. and be like, we're gonna rip off every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're trying to like uh, Dry Kill Logic too. Have you heard of that band? No, They're I'm almost... literally like every band. I've literally not heard of any of these bands. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go through and listen to all these. Also, they're not really underground, but uh, Seven Dust. Seven. Like, okay. Yeah, Lejeune with a spoon. Fine. I know that one. <laughs> I'm literally trying to be Lejeune with a spoon. That yeah. guy is <laughs> the that, The white beater. That's where that comes mm-hmm. from. That's where that comes. White beater, the dreads, the facial hair. I'm trying to be him. <laughs> and what else we got? Uh, Ultra Spank, Stereo Mud, Scrape. Scrape, dude. Fucking scrape so with the K. They're scrape the coolest the band. <laughs> if you have a, a dictionary word name, if you have a, a random misspelled letter like the K in scrape, if you have the, did I say number already? If yeah. you have the number, that's crazy. Also, shout out head plate. Head plate is crazy. Uh, glass jaw. They're not really underground, but glass jaw is fucking sick. Glass uh, jaw. That's what I was like. Yeah, they're not new metal. But no, no, no. I was gonna say yeah. that's not new metal. <laughs> I'm just going through the, the whole list. I'm like, okay, so what are the, so what are the list to like have it? What was the list again of like? Wait, I how do you know it's a good band name? Like, okay, how do you know yeah. it's a good band? Sorry, if like, it's like a shitty like number like 5.0, like that band's fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it has a number in it like Primer 55, or if you just see the band and they have a white dude with dreads, it's fire. That's it's how fire. You know it's it's fire. Yeah. yeah, I man, I keep going back and forth if I should get dreads. Dude, fucking do it. I mean, it's Dang. too late now. You already cut your hair. Well, yeah, but 
I'm just gonna go bald if I do, because that shit way it fucks with your hairline. Mm. Everyone in corn, Jonathan Davis, his whole hairline is like back here. It just keeps going back. <laughs> it <just> keeps going. <laughs> but it was cool at the time. It was cool at the time. Ah, but it's right. too late now. Now I'm like you're channeling. Paying, you're paying homage to, to Chester today, yes, man. Straight up. Totally. Mike Shinoda. <laughs> that's why I did it. Like when I was getting my haircut, I was like this, and it was like Mike Shinoda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, Earth Tone Nine. That band that is That band's fire. tight. We it's we haven't really ripped them off. They're more like on the metalcore Singing side. side. Mm. Oh, Landmine Spring. Landmine Spring. Fucking Landmine crazy. Spring. I think they got their name from a Quicksand song. Quicksand is fire. Shout out to Quicksand. But, because uh, whenever you look that band up, that's what shows up. But that's another thing, too. If they're named after, like, an old song, that shit is fire. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going to compile all these into a list. Shout out <laughs> fucking Papercut. The coolest yeah, fucking new metal band out right now. Papercut. Yeah. Mm. If you haven't this listened to Papercut. I got it yesterday. Yeah. Sick. They're the fucking coolest band ever. Shout I out swear, Jay. y'all just filled up like my next like listening <laughs> stuff for like the Dude, next few I'll weeks. I'll send you this playlist, even though you don't use fucking Apple Music. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, see what like I did. What I did weeks. when I had a band, I literally bought the, the Spotify family plan because I got tired of people having like different stuff. And then one of my guitar players was like, "Let me look it up on YouTube later." I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing with your life, man? Like, <laughs> I can't do that." So I got the family plan and gave everybody. I was like, "Give everybody logins." I was like, oh, "Here yeah, you go. Dude. You have a fucking Spotify account. I need to be able to send you shit." Another huge one. 40 Below Summer. 40 I think we already said them, but oh, 40 okay. Below Summer, huge inspiration. We got may or may not be doing something related to 40 Below Summer. We may or may not cover their song yeah. live. May may or nobody's going to know it. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's gonna gonna I know hope it. people know it. If you're listening to this, listen to 40 Below Summer so you can yeah, learn, learn that cover. So now you have enough time to catch it. Right? We're not going to say what song. Maybe at the next yeah. show? Mm. Head, uh, maybe at the next show. we can learn it by then, because it's like, dude, me and Jakari are on some bullshit. We're like... Zach, well, we need you to learn the song in like two days. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, they're like, no, no fucking. And we'll the like know the whole wrong. song. <laughs> yeah. Shit, fucking cool. Me and Jakar will know the cover song before anyone else. And that that was the thing when our with our first show, we played all those songs, mm. but I already knew the fucking song because I'd been playing like Bodies by Drowning Pool. Yeah. I already knew that song on drums, so it, it was so easy like to play it, I guess, or to learn it. For you. Yeah, for <laughs> Everybody me, else was learning it. Didn't know. But I, I, I tried to cue people, you know? Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. is. That's, man, a, that's like, a lot of inspirations. Yeah, those are just the bands that we really fuck with. And I think, I this is probably a universal thing, but one objective we have is, like, how many bands can we, like, rip off in one song? Because eventually it just becomes <laughs> your own thing. You know? That's yeah. true. That's so many, like, different do. elements. I mean, that's like, if you really look at writing music, that's what it is. It's you taking every fucking influence that's in there, like, that you've got at some point in your life, you know what I mean? Whatever you listen to, like, bands at any point in your life, like, that's what your music taste is, and that what, that's what you're writing. That's how you figure out what writing music is. A lot of, like... At least in my experience, a lot of like my initial like experience with writing music was trying to write like other people that I had listened to. It was like, how do I write something like that and like that? And it it wasn't until I combine enough stuff to where it's no longer something from somebody else. Because mm-hmm. at the at the beginning, like it was very easy to be like, oh, you sound like this, like you sound mm-hmm. like this, you sound like that. And I hate that's like one of my habits. I'm I'm really bad at like immediately telling people it's like hey this sounded like this or whatever and i'm like i wonder if that annoys people but <laughs> like it gets it gets to a point where you combine so much shit that it completely now it's people be like oh that's you you know what i mean so someone yeah. hears your stuff like oh that's your stuff but that's all it is you're still music has been written for fucking so many goddamn years like so mm-hmm. like it, everything has already been done everything's been done you just yeah. have to find a new way to put it together yeah. like that's all it is i mean that's kind of it's like almost pessimistic to be like everything's already been done but because you can still you can switch it up still that's still what, yeah a yeah. little bit a little bit 
We try to change the answers a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like, hey, we don't ripping just... off every band ever, but you yeah, know. just change, yeah. change it up so it don't look exactly the same. Well, we as try to rip off shit that's from like different genres. Like, I know Ben listens to like a lot of irate, so he'll be like, I want to put this part from there. Then I'll be like, oh, let's add this melody from like fucking some other band. Yeah. And then we'll be like, oh, I think this sounds cool when this deathcore band did this. And then Zach's like, oh, let's do this. And that's all in one song. So it just all kind of just. But I think that's the attitude. Weird. You know what I mean? Like, some people like. I, and I think, depending on what side you're like, is this? I feel like when I was a lot younger, I was like a real big hater. So I was just like, oh, they ripped this off, and I would say it like that. But it's really like, I think you're doing it. It's just you're a fan of these things. Like this shit sounds cool. Like I want to write this. Like oh, I want to write something like this. So it's it's more like in that way. So now when I hear it, when I hear something similar to like another artist, like oh, that sounds like this. I'm like that means they like that band, or that means that, which I'm like that's fucking cool. Like that's where that comes from because mm-hmm. that's where like it, it just is. Like we just music that we listen to. Like we want to be able to to incorporate that, especially if you're a musician yourself, you want to put that in the shit that you're doing because yeah. it's fucking dope. You know what I mean? You're, that's obviously why you like that shit. Like, so you're going to want yeah. to like, it's like, hey, how can I do that? It's you almost know what I mean? default mm-hmm. to just like want to do what you like. Yeah. Like music, other music artists wise. And then you, it'll still be, as long as you're not like page for page trying to do like what, you know, what they're <laughs> yeah. doing. Like it's, it's it you're bit. always going to be able to, I mean, you're always are going to put your own take on it mm-hmm. unless you're like, Again, just trying to copy exactly what it is, which you can do that shit too. It's fine. Also, Whatever. I want to say shout out Vane. Vane exactly is like a huge <laughs> inspiration to us. I don't even want to hide that shit. I'm trying to be like we a Vane clone. Song. We play a Vane song. Yeah. It's not actually a Vane song, but but it's, it's like <laughs> yeah, we rip them off hard. But that's where it, that's yeah. where it comes from. But like they're very huge inspiration. Yeah, to people mosh to that shit though. Yeah, I think people like the rip off stuff. It's a, it's a different thing if you were like, no, we didn't rip off like that. You yeah, know what I mean? True. So yeah, like, we totally don't like that. Back, the yeah. fact that like he's like, hey, if we I'm don't like play something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna own it's up to it. It's just like the sus shit is like when people are like, oh no, like I that's Dude, completely like band. mine. Like it's <laughs> I listen to that. Yeah, like I don't even listen to them. Like it's fucking obvious that you mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? Like trying to hide it, I think is dumb because again, like I think it's just perfectly fucking normal to write shit like that. So Real when you quick. get stuff like that, yeah, it's fine. Real quick, I have to pee, so I think it's time for a fit check. Fit check for, oh, the kit for both the cameras. Jakari, you want to check? We're gonna do a fit check. So first off, we got Hair Max ninety eight. Let me see. 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 Let NYC. I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm sure it means New York City, but I didn't get it from. It probably means something different. Yeah, Maybe. like new, new. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah. So we got got Jinko jeans, uh, the fat ass pockets to fit my laptop. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Paper cut two shirt. Ordered this shit like months and months ago, and it just fucking got here. Uh, bracelets that I found in the Zoomies uh, dressing room. Stole that shit. We got sunglasses that I've been wearing upside down for like the past half hour and neither of y'all noticed. I, I definitely I noticed. Know I was just like, <laughs> I'm trying not to say anything about it. I literally, I was like, I'm going to challenge myself not to say shit. <laughs> I was trying to piss y'all off. Uh, and then the hair, and then the sunglasses I got from this company called Blank. I, they're just like sunglasses company, so. Yeah. Sorry, it's your turn. I'm going to go pee. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Pete. Bro, I just stepped on your Air Maxes. Oh, dude, come on, you got to clean them now. Uh, Vapor 95 jeans, Air Max 97s, uh, polo underwear, so you know I'm rich as fuck. Uh, white beater from Walmart. Uh, I think I got this from Etsy, and bandana from Walmart. 
and then rings that my mom got me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so hell yeah. Someone's in the piss room. Do you have another piss room? No, I can use the I'll just wait. There's someone showering. Oh. Let me put this back. Tell them about how we got scams. <laughs> oh, yeah. We totally like bought pants that were way too expensive than what they are <laughs> oh no yeah, not these but with those because like yeah they're like I 70 dollars on the website yeah <laughs> if you look it up on the website like with shipping they're like 80 dollars, and i definitely bought these for like 124 dollars on depop and then Fuck. i'm so stupid because i looked it up after i bought them and i'm like bro i just why like, like 40 dollars i just look it up before <laughs> i got scammed even worse <clears throat> i got these other pants they're like they look like these i was trying to find wide leg pants mm. um I didn't know the brand Romway. I think that, do you know that brand? Romway? Romway. I've heard of that brand for some reason. Uh, it's like that cheap brand. fashion. I didn't, yeah. It's like the pants were $25 on the website, and I paid 75 for them. <laughs> and then with oh, tax and shipping. And it was like the, 80 something? I used $90. I dropped Holy $90 shit. on the oh, pants. Oh, shit. So got fucked. I got <laughs> fucked. Uh, and I didn't know. I'm so stupid. I didn't even think to look it up. I was just like, Romway, that's just some like underground brand or something like that and then uh we got the pants and my girlfriend was like hey what brand is that and i was like i don't know like you can take a look at them we un i undid it right when i got it and uh she was like dude these are like 20 dollar jeans <laughs> yeah and i was like man what the fuck <laughs> we got shit on yeah uh and so now i'm putting them on depop for 90 dollars <laughs> <laughs> see i don't need to find me a sucker <laughs> that's how people find are someone man. who as as stupid as me <laughs> shout out to the dude i bought these from though he's super cool he like <laughs> shipped them super fast same there you go. at least that right yeah, the probably like this dumbass bottom for like, like let me do it as quick as possible right. before he like exactly, exactly. Oh before he's God. trying to return it oh fuck it's it's funny like the uh jinkos when they were like coming out like i was like uh growing up and my mom would not fucking let me have them she was just like no you're not fucking wearing i was like i fucking want these so bad i need to get them now cheese. yeah just like that yeah it wasn't we were mexican so it was a quesadilla you know it wasn't oh, okay. not grilled cheese, <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was grilled cheese. <laughs> um man i think um uh, like I said we had a little camera mishap so i think that one's about to come out so is this one so but i Man, thank you, thank you so much for coming by today. Honestly, Absolutely. like again, like I'm just a super big fan, and it's it's cool to see. Honestly, like how the energy behind like the band, like y'all are like, and it, like obviously for me, just like learning the origins of everything. But I like that y'all are excited about doing some cool shit, like with your music, you we're know, what I mean? and not trying to be different. one dimensional. Yeah, yeah, we're just <clears throat> trying to like, I don't know. We started to like hate the music that we play, mm -hmm. so. I mean, that's probably just going to happen. I think with just like, natural, it's just being able to accept that. I don't think it's really hate. It's just like learning that you're progressing, that like you're yeah. not going to be able to yeah. stay one place, especially like the more you learn about your own artistry and like your own craft and stuff like that, you're going to want to do different shit. So it's not, I don't think, I always think like hate is the wrong word. Cause I used to, I used to say like, I used to hate like my old music or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's really just like, I'm just not there anymore. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like it, this doesn't. Like it's not gonna hit the same because I'm not in that same spot. Like writing, you're like I can write cool shit. Yeah, write. and you're like, always like your brain is always like I can write cooler shit than that. Like you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I can and I will. And like just hearing like what y'all are planning and like that that's kind of the only like as far as like music goes, that's like the main direction that I heard. It's just like I want to do something different, which is fucking exciting. Like for me, like as again just someone seeing the band on the outside, that's exciting as hell to hear from a band. It's like hey, we're doing shit to like 
you know, mix shit up. He's like, and, and keep like everyone guessing on what we learned. And, you know, and still being proud of like, you know, ripping off, but like coming out, like, being able to stick to like what made y'all the band in the first place, you know what I mean? Like these origin stuff and being able to combine that with all the new shit that you've learned and making like something completely you, um, which I think is why like y'all have been able to pick up so much steam super fast, super early. Why you have it's like so, the support so of everybody. Yeah, yeah, we actually, I actually <laughs> want to thank like literally everyone from DFW for like supporting us because we got into the scene and we're like, man, people aren't going to like us. And then they've just supported us so With fucking, fucking much. Open arms, man. Like open arms and yeah. like everybody has just been so cool to us. So like just thank you to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Another I, band I want to shout out. Uh, we forgot about them, BHP. Oh, yeah, BHP. BHP. Shout out BHP. Jay from Papercut showed me that band, or showed us that band. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, I don't know where the fuck they're from, but they're like Europe. It's like <laughs> Norwegian or some shit. Yeah. yeah. That shit is awesome. But it, the reason why I thought of that mm. is because um, even though we're like, oh, we want to do shit differently, it's not like, obviously, there's a bunch of new metal bands or bands that are doing new stuff in that style but yeah. i feel like there's like nobody in dfw doing it like and nobody in dfw there mm. was another band called factor 13 uh there i don't know if they're still a band but uh our friend colin they're like 15 16 year olds oh really yeah and they were finna they do were that dope. yeah they were fucking sick for some reason they're not a band anymore but dude if they start factor playing 13. shit again Y'all got to check them the out. petition to read and come back, <laughs> come yeah. back. Yeah, seriously cool but, shit ever like i there's not really that many it's like there's been such a revival in that style and i think it's because a lot of like uh the older bands <coughs> all the hate that they got has kind of expired mm. and especially with like fred durst like nobody remembers how much of an asshole he was yeah. back, in, back then so now <laughs> they it's do just, they just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or they don't and they're just like i don't like all they see is the music and i think that's why a lot of those styles like get recycled every 20 years because mm. i think also too it's like the last time that that type of music, or one of the last times that music was at its peak at like commercial glory. And like yeah. those bands were like so big and running the fucking world. And uh, I also think too that it's because like for like the lowest common denominator, that's mm. like the easiest thing to get into. Yeah. You know, like if you're like, oh, I don't really like screaming that much, or if I don't like crazy fast drums, or like it's the least niche of all of those things. Mm. Uh, it's like super catchy and shit. That's literally it's how like I, music. Think, I think. Yeah, it's just it's just rhythm. Like I said, if you come, like that's why I came from. Um, it was still mainstream stuff, but I like like hip hop a lot because that's like what my friends were listening to. So new metal was the easiest transition mm -hmm. into like that. So I'm like, oh, it, all they're if, to me. I was like, oh, they're just basically combining. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, rapping over riffs. It's, it's basically so all, all they're doing. It's so yeah. easy to get into, and that's what I like about it. When you're like. When you're doing that style, there's like no nothing you can't do, I guess. Or also, like, shout out Stuck Mojo. I just want to say that Stuck <laughs> Mojo is sick. Oh, there was another band I had, but I forgot about them. Shout out New Metal. <laughs> shout out oh, New Metal is cool. New Metal is cool. Um, I think warrior. that's yeah. I think that's the theme for the podcast, man. New Metal is cool. <laughs> Turf Burn is cool. Thank again. Thank y'all both for being here today. Thank uh, you. For thank you. Uh, July fifteenth. Benefit okay, Let me plug a few things. Go for it. Go for it. We got a show. Uh, our next show is June twenty fifth with uh, uh, Gates to hell and bands it. to be announced mm. a lot of bands a lot of bands, bands to make sure bands. you fucking show up to that shit like, <laughs> it's a I'm free show right it's now. a free show yeah. where's that one uh big robs i gotcha. i'm fucking confused uh because the person setting it up i was talking to them and they were like oh it's not it, it says on the flyer big robs in fort worth but if you look up it's in big uh, robs, ulis yeah there's like ulis and but there's isn't there also a fort worth location 
It'll be it'll be the Euless one then, okay. yeah, because that's yeah, the one that's been used. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. that's uh, the one that's been used. So we got that show June 25th. We mm-hmm. got June 28th. We have uh, a show with some touring bands like Cell Damage, Mothman, uh, and Kurama. Nice. And shout out Kurama, shout the out fucking Kurama. homies. Yeah. They're all super cool. Yeah, and there is gonna be a secret set happening at that show, so that one's pretty Maybe. special. Okay. I mean, they are all already agreed to it, so <laughs> it's up to us if it happens. Um, and then we got uh, I, we take a break. Then it's July fifteenth. Um, we got the donation show. Mm-hmm. That one's gonna be sick. Ten dollar minimum donation. If you want to bring more money, you can. Uh, but just fucking show up. Um, and then I think that's also it for the July shows. We have that's a it house for show. July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a, like that house show, but we're kind of on the fence about yeah. it. But cause, just because we don't know anyone, but it might it'll probably still end up yeah. happening. Um, then August, we have 12th. A, August 12th, but then we have another show before that. We have yeah. a, it was like a new, new show, though. Okay. Uh, we're well, just still figuring out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know about it yet. Right. <laughs> uh, but August 12th, there's a new band showcase. It's going to be uh, us, Sanity Slip, and then all new bands. It's going to be uh, Misanthrope, Crucify, uh, Force My Will, or Force of Will. Is that Force, right? of will. Force, Force of Will. Force of Will. And uh, I'm totally forgetting one. I'm uh, trying to figure out because the flyers out there, and I'm also trying to figure out what the fuck show we agreed to. That's before that. <laughs> yeah, there's a new band showcase. Oh yeah, and Tarnish, big fucking shout out to Tarnished. All They're new super bands. Cool. Yes, nice. all new bands, and it's gonna be super sick. Fucking sick. We probably have more shows than I'm forgetting. Because yeah. no, there's, there's definitely another show. It's like August something. That's like August fourth, but I can't remember it. Just keep so posted on our Instagram. Out. We post everything on our Instagram. Just turf uh, burned. Right? Turf burned. Yeah. Fucking some asshole stole the name turf burner. I messaged him so many times. It's like some white dad with his. We just kids. gotta go and report his shit. Yeah, like get thousands you, of people to report. If him. you are on Instagram, look up at turf burner and report his ass. And report his. Ass. We're gonna get something together and we're gonna make group action. Gotcha. And jump his ass. Bad ass. Um, and we're working on the album. Uh, we maybe have a single or something coming out but everything's gonna get posted so that's it that's everything we've done right now we'll have new merch on the way as well yeah Yeah. hell yeah turf burned on instagram uh go report turf burner (laughs) exactly exactly uh and no again this is this has been awesome this has been episode 73 with turf burner uh Keep an eye out because they are doing some really cool shit. Go see a show, any one of those shows, uh, especially that donation show on July 15th. Uh, help support a good, um, some families. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next time. Oh, yeah.